0: and welcome back to the Dream Life Loading podcast season 2 episode 14. I'm your co-host Sky
1: and I'm your co-host Susan. How are you today, Sky? I am good. We had a really
0: good weekend. It was different because usually my weekends are my schedule is just built around when and what the games are, but um it's been weird. January is always weird schedule-wise and so they didn't have any games this weekend. So it was a Saturday and a Sunday free, which I don't even know what to do with myself, but we kept busy. We had like, we made really good food and just had fun with friends and just enjoyed time with each other. And it was a good, like, I realized looking back, it was like, it was a, one of those weekends that had like all the different elements. Like it had errands, it had fun things. We like got chores done. We chilled, we made yummy food. You know, it was just like, we, we fit it all in. So. It
1: was good. How are you? I'm good. We had to, on Friday, one of the diamonds out of my new wedding band fell out and lost. Like, cannot find it. Of course, Friday was the one day I was in the house maybe two hours that whole day. So it was like, it's gone. Like, Ugh. it's gone. Um. So that was tough. But we called right away and they were like, come down tomorrow and we will get this squared away. Like, you bought the ring less than 30 days ago. So we had to travel down to the jeweler and we did, and they were actually having a massive sale on wedding bands. So I ended up getting another one. So what happened is they're going to fix the one that broke and put a new diamond in it. And they're going to solder that to my engagement ring, but I wasn't a hundred percent like sure if I wanted both soldered, like I just couldn't decide that seemed like a lot of change at once. So I got a new ring that I have now on my hand until my my wedding ring and engagement ring are soldered together, which it should take less than a week. So I'm hoping to get that back by next week because I feel so naked without my ring. It's the first time I haven't worn it since I got engaged, which was you years have ago.
0: Have Your
1: ring, your
0: engagement ring and your band as one.
1: Yes. I one of the bands. And then this band will be loose.
0: Yep. And you'll wear all three together because it'll be like two, kind of two.
1: Yeah. If I want to, or if it's too much, then I'll just take the second band off.
0: Yep. Ooh, I like it. That's fun. Yes.
1: I'm very excited to show you what it looks like.
0: Yes. That's one of those things where it's like, it kind of worked out even better than you thought. Yeah. You're so excited about that new band. And then of course, something happens to it within 20 days of getting it. But then it ends up being even better than it started. Absolutely. And I
1: can't sing their praises enough. Like when uh, we bought the new band a couple weeks ago, Chris had just walked out of the store and she was like, okay, do you want to put insurance on it? And I was like, sure. And then she told me how much it was. And it was the same, if not more than the insurance on my engagement ring, which is significantly valued higher. Yeah, And I was like, I'm not spending that kind of money without talking to my husband. Like we can add it on later. We're going to just do that. Um, so. We didn't have insurance on it, but because it was in the 30 days of us buying it, it wasn't a big deal at all. So then when we went back down, we obviously got the second band and she actually returned my original band, gave us the discount on that and got us insurance on both. And all of that combined was less than what we spent the first time. So wow. it we ended up, I feel like we made money if we yeah. girl math that, it but is- it was, it was immaculate. Wow. And actually the whole universe was on our side because the last time we went down, we had the most atrocious experience at Olive Garden. Oh, so terrible. And I had put in a complaint with their management, not like in a, not in a Karen way, but just like if I was the manager of that establishment, I would want to know that. And so I spoke to the manager. She was very sweet. I was like, seriously, like she might've just been having an off day. It's not a big deal. I just wanted you to know this is what happened. And she was so sweet. She gave us a gift card. And so we ended up, we got to go to the Olive Garden, which was the best experience ever. This waitress was like amazing. And we had free lunch. So, thing. yes, wow. What a day. It was a really good day. And then we just had like a rot day yesterday. Chris, Chris and I kept looking at each other. We're like, We should do something productive. And I was like, yeah, but I don't want to get off the couch. And we just laid around. And it was good. I needed that because today I've been super productive. I just needed the rest.
0: I love a rot day. Like it really is. Even you saying, like, we need to do something productive, doing nothing is doing something productive because if you are sitting on a couch unapologetically, just allowing yourself to rest, that is doing something Mm -hmm. to prepare yourself to be able to do. "Quote unquote," more the next day, and like you cannot go 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 seven days straight. Like you need to
1: rest, right? Absolutely. And I actually got most. I still use my habit tracker, and I got most of my things done, so it was still a productive day. And I think that's the perfect segue because the habit tracking has
0: allowed me to feel productive even on days or moments when I'm like either. You know, when you're kind of like, especially on the weekends, like you're in that rut, and it's like you wanna do something, but you only have 10 minutes or you you are like in between yeah. events or in between projects. You're like, but I wanna do something, like I have energy. It's like, those are the moments that I think in the past, and honestly, like I have noticed a serious dramatic change in my productivity and mood in the past week since using habit tracker, because in those moments in the past where I would probably just sit down and go on my phone, cause it's like, oh, I only have a half hour, like whatever, I'll just wait and do it later having a list of things that I like to do every day gives you that perfect opportunity to be like, okay, I have 30 minutes. I can check, do Italian. I can check, read nonfiction. Like you can check these things off, boom, boom, boom. And then you're hitting your goals and you're feeling productive, which I think feeling productive is honestly even more important than actually being productive. Cause then it makes us be more productive. So it all kind of like works for itself in itself. But the habit tracking has literally been life-changing.
1: Yes, a 1000%. And I feel like I'm getting closer to my goals so much faster by just doing, it's a small thing, but you do it every day and you you make the progress.
0: I completely agree. I think my goals last year, I didn't give my, we talked about this in the episode before the new year, but it was like, I had these goals, but I didn't have a system in, in, yeah a system in place in order to make the goal happen. So then at the end of the year, it was like, oh, well it didn't happen, but how was I supposed to make it happen? But like, I want to like at some point someday be fluent in Italian. And my habit tracker is just not be fluent in Italian. Cause how do you quantify that when you're not already fluent? in Right. Italian? But it's just practice Italian. So if I do one lesson on Duolingo check, and you know what, over time that's going to get me closer and closer to being fluent compared to if i just say i want to be fluent and there's no there's nothing in place to make that happen. So, yeah, i think i'm i'm already like on track, if not ahead of track, hitting my goals and it's a week into the year.
1: Absolutely. And i feel like a big one too is like you get the satisfaction of crossing off that goal every single day. Yep. Then you just get in the habit of it and then you're like, okay, like this is going to happen because i do it every single day. Yep. You get in the habit of like using your habit tracker,
0: which sounds hilarious, yes. but it really is like, I look forward to being able to cross things off, which makes me want yes. to like sit down and like this morning I was like, okay, like I could start this. It was like, nope, I'm going to take 10 minutes and read one chapter of a nonfiction book and check that off. And it's literally addicting to like, yes. today, I think is going to be my first day. I've been using this habit tracker for eight days now. Today's going to be my first day where I think I'm going to check off every single habit.
1: I love that. Right? Yeah. So what does your habit tracker look like?
0: Okay. So I'll show, I'm going to take it out just because it's going to be easier to talk about it.
1: But, um, so I,
0: as like reference, I used James clear, the author of atomic habits. I used his printout. Um, I think it's literally just atomichabits.com slash habit tracker and you can download like a PDF. He gives you like an example one. And my original plan was to just download that to my iPad and use it. But then I started thinking, I was like, I want this to be something that I actually turn to. And if I have this one document on my iPad, but then I have my journal separate, I want to make sure I'm journaling every day and I want to make sure I'm using my habit trackers. I was like, I think these need to be one in the same. So I ended up just using his as reference and I built my own and it's, I think, simple for me is better with this. Cause I think if I had like an entry for every day or something that was like, it got to be like a little bit too much, I would probably not do it, but just one check for every yep. day. That's the best. So I have the top is just one through 31 for every day of the month. And then down the left side, I have every single habit. Um, and then the other side, I just wrote like 2024, January habits. Um, and I filled, I used the whole page. So I wrote a lot of habits down and these were habits, some of which that I had been doing and kind of got off track with some that I do kind of without thinking. And then some that I hadn't even started that I wanted to start. And now already within eight days, they've kind of become muscle memory. So it's amazing how you can train your brain. But, um, and then I just use pink to check it off, which I love <laughs> once again, makes me even more yep. to look at it. So yeah, it's very, very simple. And I like that it's the first page of my journal. So I want to have my journal open all day so that I can keep continuing to check things off. And then it makes me want to journal because I already have my journal open and it's just like habit stacking, which is another like thing. I, I feel like we've talked about a lot too, is habit tracking and then habit stacking is like, make it work for us. Yeah. What is yours? Absolutely. Well? I know we have very, very so, different processes.
1: Mine is actually very similar to yours, oh. like, setup-wise. Why did I think that you had some app? Well, I do it on my phone. Well, I do it on uh, – it works on my laptop, my phone, and my iPad. And, okay. But, you, oh, my cleaning app. Oh, my God, Susan. I this a cleaning app. I was thinking that that was your habit tracker. No, no, no. I okay. wish. No. We can talk about the cleaning app though, because I'm obsessed with that. You should because
0: um, even when we were prepping for this podcast, I was like, "Yeah, we have such different like ways of habit
1: tracking. Like this will be so fun." And well, that's what I things. you said oh. that, and I was like, "Oh, do we?" And then I like remembered your journal page. I'm like, "No, they're actually pretty much the same. Just mine's digital, and it makes a little graph at the top." Oh my God, when God, I do you stuff. Had this whole like interactive app that you were using, no that is, that's dreamlike loading's future app. (laughs) No,
0: it is actually. And I think with how addicted we both are to this already, it's
1: definitely like, it's inevitable. Yep. Um, but my, so my biggest resolution, I guess, for the new year was to have a clean and cozy home, which we've talked about, I think every episode, you know, since December, but I needed help with the cleaning thing because it's like, okay, I can vacuum every day, but my house isn't, technically getting cleaner. Like I'm just maintaining the dog hair. Um, so I got this app called tidy, which this is not sponsored. I wish it was because I am so obsessed with this product. Um, so you put in like what type of house you have, whether you're an apartment, a dorm, a condo, an actual home, whether you have a garage, like they ask a lot of questions and then how many rooms you have, how much time you want to spend cleaning a day and then how many days you want to clean and then what days you want to clean. So you don't have to do it every single day. Like you literally tailor this app to you and your lifestyle. So like, I'm going to change it in the summer. I'm not going to be, you know, around as much. So anyways, I love it. And it is paid. So I think it was like $25 for the whole year, which I was like, I'm going to invest in this because this is my goal. I'm going to try it. And so you off, but I think there is something to be
0: said if you do invest even a small amount of money into your yeah. goal, because it makes, it's like when you invest in a gym membership, you know, it's like you have that yeah. monetary incentive to continue
1: going. So I think it's very smart. Exactly. So then this is very honestly kind of like a habit tracker. So like they give you an everyday cleaning to-do list that's interactive. Like you check it, the things off and they cross out as you do them. And then they have like a daily cleaning list, which those tasks change every day. And then it's like a challenge because they have like a timer. So it says like how much time it should take you based off of all the information you gave them. And then you hit start and it gives you a timer. And then after 45 minutes or whatever it says it should take, it'll reset and be like add five minutes or whatever, just so it could see how long it takes you to do each task. And I'm up. It's like a game, but my house is getting so clean. So that's been really fun. And then on my um, habit tracker, I just have cleaning checklist. So I know to go to my app and then I get a whole little list, and I get so much more done around the house in general, because that gets me started, and then it's like, oh, I see this. I can work on this. I can do this, and it's been really great. It's
0: amazing. I love that that app changes it day-to-day so that you can it's not yeah. like, okay, you're going to, which this wouldn't make sense anyways, but like, you're not going to clean your bathrooms every day. Cause you'll get so bored of that and you'll right. probably stop doing it. But it's almost like, like you said, it's a game. It's like, oh, I wonder what my app is going to tell me to do. Today. And then
1: they have challenges. So like right now they have like, a, I think it's an eight week Christmas declutter. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like I'll try it. And it gives you three tasks a week. So like the first week was, take down all of your Christmas decorations and like organize them as you put them away, yep. that sort of thing. Um, and then it's just at your own pace. It's like, okay, this week I have these three things I can do at any point in time. It's awesome. But I'm cleaning parts of my house that I don't think of. Like I'll clean my shower, but I never thought of deodorizing my drain. No. Like what? I love that. Oh, yeah.
0: I- I, I I almost feel like we should use this as an opportunity. The fact that I thought your cleaning app was your habit tracker app. I feel like <laughs> the wheels are already turning because we can definitely yes. use that. But okay. So tell us about your actual habit tracker app, not app, your habit tracker.
1: So my habit tracker, I got off of Etsy. Um, it was like $3. I compared a couple of them. I'm not great at Excel, but for my... Full-time job, I've been using Excel a lot. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna lean into it. I'm gonna try it. And I think it's actually Google Sheets. It's not Excel, but same concept. Um, and I'm absolutely loving it. I like that I can click it off. And I also like the accessibility of it. I can use it on my computer, my work computer, my lap, my iPad, my phone. So anywhere I am, I have it. And that has been very, very helpful.
0: I One thing I've noticed with, and you even kind of mentioned this with your cleaning as well is you can do anything for 10 minutes. And I feel like that's such a mindset where I actually (laughs) said this to my mom the other day, she was saying something and she was like, oh, I need to get into that. But like, I don't know. And I was like, just read, oh, she wanted to start reading some book. And I, and she was like, but I don't know, like it seems heavy, whatever. I was like, just read 10 pages a day. And she was like, oh, Mm -hmm. I can do that. And I was like, exactly. It's like, when you say I've been doing this with, I've been doing Apple fitness workouts recently. And it's like, you say you wanna work out, but it seems so daunting, do a 10 minute workout. And then you know what happens? You do 10 minutes, you're into it, you're feeling motivated and you're gonna do another one. And you're probably gonna end up doing like 40 to an hour, 40 minutes to an hour of working out. But all you have to do to get there is give yourself that push of like, you can do anything for 10 minutes, like pick up a book and read 10 pages. And then you're probably just gonna wanna finish the chapter.
1: All it is is All Too Well, one yep. one round of Taylor's version, the 10-minute one.
0: I used to look at, like, every single car ride in that measurement.
1: Yes. Yes. That is a measurement I use
0: on a daily basis. Yep. I remember a plane ride that I was like, oh, it's only, like, X amount of All Too Well's. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to Italy? <Wow>. No. <laughs> it's a lot of All Too Well's.
0: Um, oh, my goodness. But it is, it's just, I, I feel like this whole habit tracking thing, like I've, I've kind of become obsessed with it. Nick started habit tracking today. He was like, should I make one? It's like, you absolutely should. And it's just such a fun way to hold
1: yourself accountable. And I find it like, it's so much easier to be like, okay, this isn't working out for me. This goal isn't coming like to fruition quickly enough. And then you can look back and be like, well, I only did it four times this month. That's on me. Yep. And it's accountability is what yeah. it is. Absolutely. And I don't feel guilty. Like Friday was a really tough day, like emotionally, physically, all, all the ways. Um, and I only did, I did like maybe a third of my things on Friday and I didn't feel guilty about it. I'm like, that's okay. Like even there's, you can see there's a little curve in my like yeah. graph and I'm like, that's okay. Like I'm not, this isn't here to make me feel guilty or make me feel anything, but empowered. And I think that just having that mindset with it, like you don't have to click every single one. Like yeah. it's okay. If you miss one.
0: Exactly. And like, like I was saying, like today's day eight, and today I might end up checking off all of them for the first time. Like it's not any, yeah. because one of my goals is to exercise three times per week for the year. Like that would be really goal. Yeah. And I had that goal last year. And I checked it off for myself. So I was like, I think I did, but it was like, how am I actually going to, like, there wasn't an easy way for me to look back and be like, oh, I actually did work out three times every week. But yeah. now I'm seeing this out and it was like, okay, I actually did one, two, three last week. So I can check it off. But then the other days I'm not beating myself up about it because I don't have to work out every single day. I don't have exactly. to Italian every day unless I have the time to, but I think you can even, I don't, I feel the same way. I don't feel guilt about it. I think because even if you don't check it off one day, you're seeing so much progress being made, looking at being able to physically see everything you're doing instead of just being like, oh, well, I, I was pretty productive yesterday, I guess. Like, no, you can physically see, like last week was a really productive week. Maybe this week isn't or vice versa, or yesterday was great. Today's a little bit slower. And it's just, I think, honestly, I think habit tracking allows you to give yourself more grace because you can really see Yeah. Little things that add up to being the big things. Like, Isn't that the catch line of atomic habits, like small changes for big impact, something like that?
1: Yeah, exactly. And And I think that both of us reading that book definitely kickstarted us into like doing this as actively as we are. Yep. So like highly recommend if you're going to start habit tracking from like you've never touched a habit tracker, you've never touched any of this stuff. I would start with Atomic Habits. Even if you just go to his website, like you said, like poke around, read a couple of things. Like you can get the gist of the book without reading the book with how much it's on the internet at this point. Absolutely. And I think um, once I finished his
0: book, one of the last pages said like, join my newsletter or something. So I went online mm-hmm. and put my email in and he sends out um, newsletters. I don't know if it's weekly or what, however often it is, but I get his emails that give you information very similar to what's in the book, but it's kind of a nice little reminder. And um, yeah, do that if you're not interested in reading the whole book or you know what, sign up for the newsletter. And then I guarantee you're going to want to just read the whole book.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
0: What was I? Oh, something, this is actually from the book. I wrote down a few quotes from atomic habits. Cause literally like my first note for this whole podcast episode was to read atomic habits. So I'm right there with you. Like it's, yeah. it's, It's a way to understand what a habit is. I think it's like, I look at habits differently after reading that book. I look at habits as a way that like can help you versus weigh you
1: down. Habits is literally the key to goals. Yep. And I feel like that book really outlines it and says it in such a concise way that it's digestible for everyone. Yes. So this one quote that
0: there's a few, but this one... I thought was really important for this episode. It's, um, it's hard to change your habits if you never change the underlying beliefs that led you to your past behavior. And I didn't write down the whole quote, but the rest of it was talking about how you need to identify as the person you want to be in order to actually make it happen. So we've talked about this a lot. Like if you, the the example I always think of is like, if you want to start going to the gym, don't say, you're the type of like, I'm someone who wants to go to the gym. It's like, no, say that you're an athlete, like say that you're someone who works out, Like, already put yourself in that mindset. And then your habits are going to be easier to address if you're changing that underlying behavior. Cause if you're like, Oh, I don't, I'm not someone that goes to the gym. So like, it's easy to just write that off and not do it today versus no, I am someone that goes to the gym. So I'm going to do that. And I'm going to make that habit happen. And I'm going to make that goal be what I want it to be. So I think that that it's not, it's, it is way easier said than done, obviously. And I think there's a lot of that like internal work that the book talks about a lot that helps you then be able to like allow your goals and allow your habits to work for you. But the internal work has to be done beforehand. Absolutely. I think that's kind of all I have.
1: That's all I have too. Do you want your favorites? Yes. Um, my favorite of the week is the elliptical. Because I have been in so much pain, I've not been able to move at all for at least it's already January, so like three months now. Um, and my father-in-law was the one who was like, you should try the elliptical, it's easier on your joints. And I was like, Oh, that's a good idea. Also said father in law has had an elliptical in our garage for months now. Just, you know, he was gonna bring it to work and then he didn't bring it to work. So it's been sitting in our garage. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to try it. And then I don't, it's here. I don't have to go to the gym because getting up has been really hard for me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm I'm going to just give it a go. And so I tried it and it was life changing. I bring my speaker out there. I literally blast my speaker, like the big rock blocker that we had for my bachelorette party. Blast that. It has like little lights that go with it and it is the best thing on earth like I said I texted you that first day that I did I think I did it for a half hour the first day and I was like I'm back like I feel like myself I just it's I can't express how and I'm not saying that I was like depressed or in like a really dark state but I was literally thinking like a couple probably two weeks ago I was like I'm never gonna be myself again like I'm just I need to just accept the fact that life is over is not the right word but like Everything's different and I don't feel like myself and I don't know if I'm ever gonna feel like myself again. And that was really hard for me. And I remember looking at Chris and I was like, I'm struggling, like I'm really struggling with all of this. Yeah. Because I've always worked out for my mental health. Um, and so that's just been really hard. So being able to move my body and get that literally like that high from moving, and I get to couple it with great music that I have full control over because it's my garage and my speaker has been so so nice and it's I I can't sing the praises enough I feel like literally whole again
0: it makes me so happy to hear that you found a way I think it it's fair to say that like you have to adapt and things are always gonna like shift and change and you're not gonna be able to do the same workouts and like Like I used to be someone that did Pilates and hot yoga and now being abroad, like I had to switch and start going to the gym, whatever. So you kind of have to adapt as things change and as your Mm -hmm. life changes, but for you going through this huge life change already this year, and then being coupled with now being told you shouldn't be exercising. Like I was, I was thinking about you. I was like, this is going to be really hard for her because I can't even imagine being told like, okay, like you're setting up for this big life change that is happening and then you're yeah. all these things because you're not feeling like yourself and you're trying to do all these things that do make you feel like yourself. And the one thing that makes you feel like yourself more than anything got taken away from you. And it's yeah. like this, and I, so I, I don't think you're being dramatic at all by saying like, you didn't know how you were going to go on in that way because everything was changing around you. Like, of course, that's going to be like a freak out moment. Yeah.
1: But the fact that you found. And the other, yes. And the other part of it that I kind of love is. I do miss the gym in a lot of ways, but being in my own space, I can blast my music and I can sing. So then I feel like I'm going to a two for one because I'm literally, si- I feel like Taylor Swift training for the Aero store because yeah. I'm singing the whole time. And I think it's, I'm telling myself it's doing double the work because breathing while pregnant is just not easy in general. Probably coupled with the fact I haven't worked out in months now is why breathing is so hard, but I'm just, I... I can feel my strength coming back. And I, I said to Chris yesterday, I was like, honestly, I'm feeling strength in those pain points where I was having so many issues. I was like, I obviously with the green light for my doctor, I was like, I genuinely think I will be back to the gym before we have this baby,
0: That's amazing. which is
1: exciting. And it gives me something to not work towards regular rigorously, obviously pace myself, but
0: it's amazing. I I'm think happy to hear it
1: feels so much better. What is your favorite for the week?
0: My favorite, and it's ironic because I'm not even wearing it right now because I was wearing my Apple watch for working out, but um, it is my new watch. I think um, it's this like perfect, and I called it timeless, and my dad was like, no, it's not timeless. Like that watch holds time. And I'm like, haha. <laughs> but it
1: is like, Dave.
0: a very classic um, piece that I think is something I'm going to have like for a very, very long time. And I think Things like that just dress up an outfit so much. And I think you could be wearing a very plain outfit, but then like a nice watch or a nice pair of earrings, like a nice necklace, like little things like that just add like a very classic element. So
1: it's um, mature.
0: Yes. Yes. Very like Italian mature, like all the things. So um, I'm very excited about that. I've definitely been fixating on it.
1: It's beautiful. I absolutely love it.
0: What is my
1: contra? Is don't expect to see a change if you don't make one. Mm. There, that's perfect. And that is, I definitely feel that with my habits. Like you can't expect to see the goal come true if you don't put in the habits the majority of the time, not a hundred percent of the time, but the majority of the time.
0: Yep. And it's, I feel like that quote is the perfect way to sum up this episode because you want to see changes and you want to see things happen, but you have to actually do things to make it happen. And by having this habit tracker, you are physically seeing, like, if you have a crazy big addiction to social media and you're like, I'm not on my phone as much though. Like, I don't get how it's still this bad. And it's like, well, if you start tracking your social media and actually seeing like, oh no, it is still this bad. Like, you know, but it's just a way to actually see, like, if you want to make it happen, hold yourself accountable and see if you're actually making it happen.
1: Yes, absolutely. My
0: mantra, I've been doing a lot of thinking on perspective. I think not to go into like all the details because we're short on time, but I think like I had so many like anxious thoughts a year ago-ish in the, I mean, I think around a year ago compared to now. And it's easy seeing like how much my perspective has changed in the past year and how much freer I feel from like, a lot of what I was like holding on to. Um, and so a quote I found was your perspective can either be your power or your prison. And I think that is like, could not be more true for me. I think you can really use perspective to your advantage if you're able to kind of step back and look at a different perspective, but it's amazing. And I've really been thinking about this, how much our brains can trick us into believing things that aren't true. If you are so like pinpointed on a specific perspective, and it's like, oh my god, danger! Like your brain can really convince you of like some scary things that might really not be true at all. But if you get in that mindset, it, it can be it can be your prison. So, I I thought that was like a very eye opening quote.
1: Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. That's wow. What a, what a way to end. That was a strong <laughs> finisher. Yes. We love to see it. All right, guys, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, or leave a review wherever you're listening. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. See you next time.